Hey everyone, and welcome to the How's Your Mental Podcast. It is your girl, Janelle Zanay, the vessel behind the brand. The How's Your Mental Podcast is designed to bring forth weekly mental health conversation while invoking thoughts to you, the listener. This show is made for the Black community and efforts of eradicating the stigma that is associated with mental health in our community. And also to ensure that you all get the resources and skills you need to start your healing journey. Let's get healed, y'all. Hey, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the How's Your Mental Podcast. And so before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast, I just want to sit back and just acknowledge everyone that showed support that showed me some love last week as uh, last week on Tuesday as I announced to everyone that I had launched this journey I had lost this podcast you know it was such a blessing <laughs> because I really did not have no type of strategic plan on how I was going to um, launch the podcast like honestly I did it on live um, for those of you who do not know um Follow me on Instagram at How's Your Mental because every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. we go live and we talk, we have various and um, in-depth conversations about mental health topics. And so I decided, you know, I'm just going to announce it. Once I have the project finished, I'm just going to announce it on um, on on Instagram live on a Tuesday like I wasn't going to prep you all I wasn't going to like get y'all hype I just wanted to just announce it y'all know like how Beyonce does it like y'all won't know until Beyonce is going on tour until the day before like that's how I wanted to do it because honestly I just wanted to just lay low do the work and really did not want to have any type of outside noise from outside people telling me what I should do what I shouldn't do or just like questioning me really because I know that this is a God-given thing and so I was really protective and selective over who I actually told in the first place so thank you all for being so supportive and just reposting the icon, reposting the logo, um, putting it on Instagram, putting it on Facebook, you know, put it texting people, like letting people know to like support, support, support. Listen, I really thank you all. Like, honestly, like shout out to y'all. I love (laughs) y'all. Yeah, listen, we family now. Like this is the second episode. We family. What's up? Hi. Like, we are family. And so with that being said, you guys, this is the this is only the beginning. Like, this is only the beginning. And as I was just taking a step back, because y'all know me, your girl like to reflect. I love to write in my journal. God is really taking this brand, this platform to a whole nother level. And, you know, a, lot, a couple of people said to me, like, Janelle, like, I see a conference coming out of this. And I was like, oh, shoot, a conference. Like, if that's what God wants, then I'm going to do it. But, baby, dang, this is only the second episode. Like, oh, I don't know, honey, but um, I definitely do see something in the near future coming um, an a live event. And listen, <laughs> just like how I how I announced um, the podcast, <laughs> that is how y'all gonna know when I am going to be doing a live event. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I'm gonna have to take God up on like how He wants me to do everything. But I definitely do see a how's your mental live talk coming soon coming real soon and so I just want to shout out just thank you all shout out to y'all I love y'all 
y'all family, y'all stuck with me forever in my Cardi B voice, okay? So let's hop right into it because I don't want to be before you all long because I know your time is very precious. But um, let's hop right into today's, um, not today's conversation, but let's jump right into the show. How is my mental? How is my mental? And I love this part of the podcast. Like, I love this segment because this part of the of the podcast allows me to be vulnerable and allows for you all to get to know me on a deeper level. So though I am, you know, giving God giving God his praises, thanking him for using me as the vessel to um to take on this brand, the House Your Mental brand, and I'm thanking you all for just being so in return, just being so supportive. I, for like these past couple of weeks, you guys, like no lie, I have been dealing with a little bit of imposter syndrome. And for those of you who do not know what imposter syndrome is, I highly suggest that you go look it up. But I have really honestly been having a hard time accepting, you know, the full responsibility of what I am actually doing, right? And reason being is like, I'm the type to minimize my success. Like I, or minimize what I'm doing. Like people like, oh, what you got going on? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm just working on this. I'm working on that. Like I never really wanted to talk too much about myself. Like I'd rather talk about you. I don't want to talk talk about myself. Um, I'm just like, how can I describe me? I'm the type of person, you know, I know what I bring to the table. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not insecure whatsoever. But I'm pretty sure, like, insecurities do, um, some of it kind of do tie in. But I'm really, <laughs> it's not like I'm contradicting myself. Just follow me, you guys, honestly. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm, in ways, I know my worth, right? I know my capabilities. I know what I can bring to the table. And me knowing what I can bring to the table, sometimes I'm the type of person to just, you know, sit in the back, you know, or just sit in the cut, sit in the corner, just do my own thing, you know, um, do my own thing and let the other person shine and the other person, like, you know, take the glory. Like, I've always been like that. Like, for example, I used to go to dancing school. I, be, I used to dance. Um, I was, yeah, I was d- dancing for like 10 years. And I just remember so vividly, like, especially, like, in, I think I want to say probably middle school to high school. Well, yeah, mainly middle school. Middle school, I will purposely, you know, I was, yeah, listen, I had rhythm, y'all. Like, I could do a little one-two step. You know what I'm saying? But um, I would purposely just, like, put myself in the back because I didn't want all the attention. Like, I wasn't the best dancer, but I was good enough to keep up, baby. But um, I would purposely put myself in a bag, you know. Um, so I could just, I don't know, I don't know what that was about, but I would just purposely put myself in the back and let the people that wanted to be in the front, be in the front, you know, shine. And I was very much so okay with that because I guess I knew wherever I was at, like I was going to shine regardless. Like I I could keep up, but yeah, like that's something I actually been struggling with to just really walk in the fullness of my purpose and not saying that I am um I'm not accepting my purpose but to really walk in the fullness and the glory of my purpose without feeling like I have to minimize my success especially when I talk to different people or when I'm interacting with other people because sometimes you know when you talk to people they're not actually I don't like to say you know, on my level because I don't want to put myself on this 
like this pedestal but sometimes people are, people are not pe those who are not operating in their full fullest potential sometimes it's difficult to have conversations with them when you are operating in in your fullest potential potential if that makes sense y'all following me let me know if y'all following me but that's something that I have been going through for the last past couple of weeks or whatever and I need to work on this because when I get in this mood and when I notice that I'm not really working in my fullest potential or when I'm not uh, accepting it fully or yeah, when I'm minimizing it, it puts like a damper like on how I how I work and how I, you know, create and how my schedule is when I um, when I'm working on the business, when I'm working on the brand, the house mental brand, like I get writer's block, like I get just creativity block, like everything is just like it's like a mental blockage and then I get confused. And so lately what I was able to do to do to get myself out of this like little funk was first of all, um reflect and realize, you know, how where I came from like from the beginning all the way up to right now and I have this little jar of wins and so I was looking at the wins that I have made this thus far this year and I was like okay I did this I did that like you know Janelle like this is who you are like this this is your purpose like this is your calling accept it you know what I'm saying so I did like little exercises like that to to get me out of my funk and of course I prayed about it but again that's where my mental been at you guys for these last past couple of weeks prior to me even launching you know the podcast I when I was like launching the podcast I was like yo like I'm really about to do this like this is like a whole nother type of commitment. And so I'm committed, you guys. I'm committed to God first and foremost. And he told me to do this. So this is what I'm doing. So this is my mental, you guys. How's your mental? Let me know by DMing me on Instagram uh, at how's your mental um, commenting. And for those of you who do, who do not know, um, on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m., I go live on Instagram and we just discuss things um discuss various mental health topics so again follow me follow me follow me <laughs> so let's transition now into today's conversation today we are getting to the root right we are getting to the root um last week conversation i kind of told you all what the goal the purpose of this brand this podcast is all about and today we are going to get to the root so the goal is to eradicate the stigma of mental health in the black community and to provide you all with the skills and resources to start your own healing journey. And how I'm going to do that is do educating you all. And what I'm talking about, let's get to the root, is that we are going to get dig up, you know, what is mental, what is mental health, right? And these are the things that I want you all to take away. What is mental health? Why there is stigma in the black community when it comes to talking about mental health and what can we do right now to start eradicating the stigma in our in our community? And so a lot of our beliefs surrounding mental health would pass through generations, um, you know, our personal experience and also through what we see on social media. And it's so imperative that we have these conversations about our beliefs surrounding mental health and getting to the root of it is because our perception shapes our reality. What we believe is how we 
it's what we believe shapes you know our our reality and if we believe it that is how we navigate the world so if you was brought up that everything your life is life is all about flowers and daisy um then you're going to navigate the world life that everything is all good i don't have nothing to worry about which is a very you know positive um way to look at the world but also it's really unrealistic because there's a lot of evil in this world and to just think that you know life is all you know flowers and daisy you know you got a, a whole lot of other stuff coming your way if you if you solely think that life is all about flowers and daisy and on the flip side if you grew if you have grown up you know have this really negative perception of the world of people um your experiences have always been ne negative you are reluctant to even to see the good in people to see the good in in the world and so it's so important that we kind of talk about our beliefs around mental health and around um around yes just around mental health because again our perception is our reality and that is how we are navigating the how we navigate you know the world so the main reason for the stigma in our community is um the stigma in mental health in our community is history our upbringing and the lack of knowledge well i'm not going to say lack of knowledge i want to say the distrust the distrust that you know people of color i'm not gonna say people of color black people because i want to be very specific this is not for everybody and a mother like this podcast is specifically for black people the black community and if others um if other you know backgrounds would love to listen to this podcast as a referencing to i mean hey it's for youtube then but specifically the knowledge and the skills and the tools is for uplifting the black community and so the lack of knowledge that we or um the distrust i keep on saying that lack of knowledge the distrust that we have as um as a community when it comes to mental health so again the main reason for the stigma um of, of mental health in our community is the history our upbringing and also the distrust that we have when it comes to mental health profession professionals and so before i get even into the breakdown on what exactly those three points you know about history about our history our upbringing and also the um the distrust that we have with um mental health professional i want to define you know a couple of terms and the first term i would love to define right now is stigma stigma is something that i'm pretty sure you got you all heard it's especially especially when we are talking about mental health um if you are in this field if you have not ever heard of of the word stigma I'm going to define it right now. So stigma is simply a mark of disgrace. All right. So when we talk about, you know, mental health in our community, um, it is looked at as a disgrace to have any type of mental health issues. So what is mental health? Mental health is simply the psychological and emotional well-being of our minds. Okay. You guys hear me? The psychological state and emotional well-being of our mind simply is just, you know, how's your mind, how your mind is operating, okay? How your mind is operating on a emotional level. And so this is the working definition that we are going to be using that I am going to be referring to when I'm talking about mental health, when I'm talking about stigma, you know, I'm talking about the disgrace. When I say when I say stigma, I'm talking about the, it is 
it is a disgrace. And when I say mental health, I am talking about the emotional well-being of the mind. Not the physical, how the mind is wired. I'm talking about the emotional well-being, the psychological state of the mind. So let's get so let's break down our three points. So why there is a disgrace, you know, um about mental health in our community. And so the first thing is history. History, history, history. History is our greatest teacher. And this is why I want to kind of talk about our history, especially our history um, in the Black culture. As Black people, we have endured so much, okay? We have endured slavery. slavery. We have endured um, segregation, Jim Crow laws. We have forever been, you know, enduring the short end of the stick, and even so, very much now, um, as we talk about police um, brutality, as we talk about being being racially profiled, we are constantly receiving the short end of the stick. And though, you know, there is equality, I'm using air quotes. We are still not receiving equity, um, and there's a difference between equality and equity and so that is another conversation for another day but I just want to let you all know that there's a difference between equity and equality however um though we have endured so much as black people we we are still prevailing we are still getting colleges degree um getting college degrees we are still um opening businesses we are still you know creating generational wealth for for our family however um we are so resilient that resilience that it actually hurts us in the long run and when i when i say that is that we believe that we are so strong that we don't need to talk to anybody about our mental health issues that you know mental health is you're being viewed as weak as needed as needing extra help because back in the day you know we really didn't we didn't have therapists we didn't see therapists right we we didn't lay on people's couches we didn't you know talk about our problems like that we just kept it moving and we just kept it going and as and because of that we are strong and because of that we are resilient and that is a myth we tell ourselves right because it how do we how we define strong as a black community is actually damaging to our mental health and I don't believe it to be strong and that's another again another conversation for another day because we need to start changing the narrative of what is strong but historically being resilient is being seen as strong and pulling yourself up by the bootstrap is being seen as strong like even though we endure so much we are we still prevailed we still pushed through and we are still um living and this leads me to point number two our upbringing and why the stigma in mental health still lives and still continue on on today and being passed throughout generations and throughout generations so I have read this I read this book and I'm going to read um a paragraph from the book right now the title of, title of the book is it didn't start with you how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to in the cycle by Mark Wolin I think that's how you pronounce his last name Wolin if you just Google the book, I'm pretty sure you'll see his last name. Me, you could figure out how to pronounce it yourself. But I'm going to read um, a paragraph from chapter two, um, and it's going to explain, you know, how 
from generations from generation, we still inherit such trauma. And so it reads, when your grandmother was five months pregnant with your mother, the precursor cell of the egg you developed from was already present in your mother's ovary. This means that before your mother was even born, your mother, your grandmother, your grandmother, and the earliest traces of you were all in the same body. Three generations sharing the same biological environment. So this simply means uh, whatever it is that your mother was going through or your grandmother was going through or your great-grandmother was going through, you were in return experiencing that feeling that they were going through at that given time because you all share that same biological environment. Even though you were there with them um, physically in the flesh, you were still within them. And so as our parents' trauma um, still manifests, or not manifests, but as they are still dealing with some of their trauma, now that we are currently in the flesh here with them, we are copying unknowingly and unknowingly how they handle slash cope with their mental health issues um so you grow up hearing things like you know i'll get over it i'm bad by myself what does it what does it kill me will only make me stronger um and or you hear things like you know what happens in this house stays in this house but what happened if you are experiencing domestic violence in your house and you want to reach out to, to get help because now your mental health is being impacted but you can't even say nothing because your mother or your dad is telling you not to say anything because this is my house and I don't want nobody knowing my business so now now your mind is conflicted on 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 what to do and so now you take that take that way of you take that way of of thinking um that belief system into into your adulthood and now you see how the the cycle continues and you see how it shapes that you know you can't reach out for help you cannot talk to people about your problems because people are going to in return do something with what you are telling them you cannot trust people when you are talking about your your, your issues they are going to turn on, on you Again, that is just one way how the stigma of mental health is lived it lived on today in our community. Why it is still very much prevalent and still very much looked at as a disgrace. Uh, talking about your feelings, talking about how your your thoughts, what you are, what you what you are struggling with. For instance, I was talking to um, a cousin. He's he's older than me. Um, yeah, he's like really older than me he's like my mama age or whatever and he was saying like oh what you go to school for and i told him what i'll go to school for he was like oh what you want to do with that i want to be a therapist and he was like you want to be a therapist i'm not talking to no therapist what you want to do that for and you know thank god i was so secure with myself right <laughs> i i was like secure with myself um but that way of thinking is still prevalent you know what i'm saying he's only but what 50 i believe so 50, 51, 52, and that I and that's still very young. And he has children. And imagine his him having that ideal and teaching his children that or unknowingly teaching his children that like mental health is something that you know you keep to yourself. You don't need to talk to no therapist about about mental health. And so that is how the stigma of mental health 
continues to live on in our community. So the third point of why mental health is such a disgrace in our community is that there is a distrust with mental health professionals um, or just health professional professionals in general when it comes to our when it comes to our community and our reasons are very much so valid it's very much so valid if you look um take a back take a a time back in history or you look back in history that's the way to say if you look back in history um there was a point in time where um when you ran away as a slave that you were diagnosed with a disorder. I believe the disorder, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, um, my, pronunci my pronunciation might be wrong, but drapetomania, drapetomania, that was the diagnosis that one would get, you know, if you ran away from, from, from your slave master. And we were deemed as, you know, air quotes, crazy from wanting to be, be free from a hostile in environment. Knowing this information will have you like, oh my goodness, like, why would I go talk to somebody about my, why would I go talk to a therapist about my problems? Because they're going to look at me like I'm crazy anyway for, for what, for what I'm feeling. Um, and also, you know, another point is that with the Tuskegee experience, this is why there is a lack of distrust when it comes to any type of health profession or professional I should say um the Tuskegee experience where the where they knowingly gave syphilis to to African Americans when they gave it to black men gave them syphilis so I can go on and on and give you all the examples of why there is such dis a great distrust with mental health professionals, um, mental yeah, mental health professionals and in the black community, why we don't trust them, why we don't believe them. And it's so important to acknowledge this as one of the points of why there is stigma in our community is that if we don't trust the people that are serving us is serving us. We cannot learn from them, you know. We learn from the people that serve us. For example, if you go to the doctors, right, you learn if you are diagnosed with um, diabetes, you learn about diabetes through, through your doctors, right? If you are experiencing any type of mental health crisis, you will talk to some, you will typically learn about, you know, exactly what you are truly feeling, what you are truly experiencing through a, through a licensed mental health professional. But if you do not trust the person that is sitting in front of you that you are trying to seek help from, more than likely that stigma of mental health is going to continue to live so it's so important um this is just my my take on it this is why it's so imperative that we start pushing more more black people to become therapists right to to become to to go in this uh arena to go in this field because typically the person that is sitting across from us and when we are being served in um when we are being served in our communities, especially agencies, right? Not so much uh, private practice, but um, very much so in agencies, uh, our therapists are white. Our therapist is either a male or a, a, a white male or a white um, female, right? It's, it's 
it's rare some start well now it's not as rare but it's very much so um if you are at an agency where a lot of our people um that need our services um they are seeing people that do not look like them and when you know your history right or when you just yeah when you know your history oh, of the the climate of you know black and 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 white people um and yes i'm the type to always oh excuse me y'all heard, heard the notification on my phone uh-huh <laughs> um let me turn it down hold on <laughs> when you know the the history and that's what i was saying i'm the type of person to always bring it back to race because uh, race truly matters uh, when we have these conversations and a lot of people are scared to talk about the subject matter but when you have someone that is sitting across from you that represents uh, a whole genocide of black people a black people dying um, in, in America um, you're, you're you wanting to be vulnerable is is decreasing <laughs> there's no getting healed there's no learning from there's no learning from them about about mental health so that is why it's so imperative that you are seeing people um uh, that you feel connected with that you feel that you feel trusted trusted with and so what can we start doing now to eradicate the stigma at the individual on an individual level right because there's very much so a lot of a lot of things that we can start doing as a whole, as a community, to eradicate the stigma that is in our that is in our community, but on a individual level, right? Because I really believe that in order to implement change, like Gandhi said, you have to you have to be the change that you want to see. So, that, which leads me to my first point: check in with yourself, right? I would be a hypocrite if I did not take my mental health seriously, if I was not checking in on myself, but I'm pushing you all to do the same. It is so imperative that we are checking ourselves. We are taking inventory of our feelings. You could simply do this by journaling, you know, reflecting throughout the day. I'm I'm a big advocate for journaling because it allows you to, to write or to process to process your, your thoughts and to really understand how you are are feeling and if you if you're not the writer type i if you have a cell phone record yourself record talk talk to talk act like you're talking on the phone and talk your feeling and talk your feelings out this is something that you all could start doing now i'm very big on giving you all practical tips and which each episode you all are definitely going to find uh, a practical tip something that you could start implementing right now so number one check in with yourself by journaling or recording how you feel recording recording your thoughts recording you telling telling yourself your, your feelings um point number two is check on others check on others mental state ask them how's your mental not how you doing Ask them, how's your mental? What is something that you've been dealing with? What is something that's been on your mind lately? Do you need to talk to someone, right? You need, if you know someone that is going through a storm right now in their life, and if you are in the, the if you have the mental, if you are in the right mind, right? Um, I shouldn't use the right mind. But um, what, what word can I use? Because I don't want to use the right mind. If you have the time, right, that's what I'm going to say. If you have the time to check in on someone, check check in on them, call them, 
let them know that you are thinking about them, right? You don't even have to go in in depth with, you know, their issues or allowing them to vent. Just someone knowing that there's someone out there that cares about you, that you cared enough to pick up the phone or you cared enough to text me to say, hey, how I'm doing? Or not, hey, how I'm doing, but like, hey, you, you've been on my mind, just checking up on you, wooty, 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 woo, like, can, can start eradicating the stigma of mental health. Of, of mental health in our community because we are getting each other to start talking more right again we grew up oh i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one that heard this but what stays in our what what happens in this household stays in this household right we are getting people to start talking more that's all people people to be honest all people need is a listening ear right People just need a listening ear to get out all that junk that is in their mind. All that confusion is, confusion is, is that a word, y'all? <laughs> but all that confusion that is in their mind and just letting it out. People are so tensed up. You ever, like, been around someone and just noticed, like, why are you so tense? Like, why is the energy so tense? Because they have a lot that is boiled up on the inside of them that have not been released through their lips. You know what I'm saying? You could think like you have changed or you could think a certain way. But until you like release it out, you confess it, you you talk about it. That is when it's truly, that's when you truly are able to, to let things go. And the third thing that we could start doing, which is so easy, you know. Um, I believe we, the more that we consume um, positivity, right, the more that we are being fed um, the proper nutrition, the prop, we are being fed properly. Um, And what I'm saying is that we need to start paying attention to what we are consuming, especially on social media. Because um, we social media is only growing and growing and growing and growing and growing, and social media could either social media could either be damaging to our mental health or could can be positive to our mental health. And so I have a list of social media um, handles on Instagram that you all should start following now as it relates to mental health. Okay, first and foremost. At How's Your Mental, y'all right now I was going to throw mine up in there. Follow me on Instagram at How's Your Mental um, because we are, again, we are having these conversations. We are having these live conversations about, about mental health in our community. And honestly, there's a transformation that is happening when I go on live and when I start talking to, you know, God's people about mental health. Like, I honestly believe that people are starting to be able to put words to how they are truly feeling and that since they are in this community that they know that they are not alone and that it's like a people are support it's like a live support group so to say and another um social media account to follow is at dr jess he is a licensed um psychiatrist in the state of new york and she does wonderful work right um, she does amazing work, and so that is someone 
you all can start following now and to learn more about mental health. And yeah, she a sister. She graduated from, uh, she got her undergrad from Tuskegee University. So shout out to my HBCU family, okay? Another person, uh, another social media account to follow is at the Bearded um, Social Worker. They also have a podcast called the Melanated um, Social Worker, um, Social Work Podcast. So definitely Follow that, follow them, um, the bearded social work at the bearded social worker on Instagram. Um, this is for my that's for my fellas. So my fellas again, follow the at bearded social worker. Um also is at therapy for black girls, um, at mental hop, at therapy with jazz, at black girls hill, at therapy for black men. And all these social media handles, I'm definitely going to put it in my show notes. Okay, because I really believe that we need to, you know, start consuming more positivity, start consuming more knowledge, because the more that you see on your news feed, the more that you are going to acquire about it, the more that you will want to know more about mental health, or you want to know about generational trauma, or you want to know about how to deal with anxiety or how to deal with depression or, um, how to deal with, you know, suicidal thoughts. Like, you know what I'm saying? And these social media handles that I listed, these are just a few, okay? These are just a few. But these are that I follow and that I vouch for that are typically, have, have, not typically, but have accurate information as it relates to, as it relates to mental health and they're black people. So follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Instagram. We are what we consume, all right? So if you consume negativity, More than likely, your perception, your outcome is always going to be negative. But if you start um, consuming more positive, uh, more more educational, um, that is how your outcome will more likely um, more likely be. I just said I should cut that out. (laughs) But nonetheless, y'all follow me. Y'all follow me. And so this is the end of this week conversation. Let's get to the root of it. I just want to now. I am going to transition to the mental tip of the week. Um, Typically, like I said last episode, I will answer any questions that you all have, but you all did not submit any questions to me. Ask me questions, you guys. I'd love to answer some questions that you all have as it relates to the show. You all could submit a question to me um, anytime. Just DM me on Instagram at... Yeah, DM me on Instagram at how's your mental, okay? It could be anything mental health related, you know. You are going through a breakup, you know. What is something that you could do to help you get through that breakup, you know? Ask away, ask away, ask away, ask away. However, let's get into the mental tip of the week. So the mental tip of the week is to write a letter to yourself. I actually got this idea from an activity that I did with the kids at my job. And I participated in the activity myself. I'm like, wow, this is so liberating. So here are the instructions. Here, this is what I want you all to do. I want you all to get an envelope, right? I know some of you all that are listening, you all write journal, you have a journal, you write journal entries, but I want you to take a step back from your journal, all right? I want you to take a step back from your journal, and I want you all to get an envelope. Decorate the envelope with things that make you happy, quotes that make you feel good on the inside, um, drawings, pictures. Hook the envelope up, but in the middle of the envelope, I want you all to write your name. 
write your name. So for me, I, I wrote Janelle and I wrote it in pretty colors. I draw some squiggly lines, you know, things that could put you in a upbeat, in a upbeat mood. And then you're going to get a sheet of paper, right? And you're going to write dear self, right? Dear self, dear Janelle, you know, whatever, whatever you want to address yourself as, that's what you do. And I want you all to reflect on, you know, where you, where, what you've been through and where you are at now currently and start giving yourself the, the praises, giving yourself the acknowledgement that you truly deserve. Because oftentimes, you know, we get, you know, we are in life just, we're, sometimes we're just doing life just to get by, right? We are just simply just living life to just get by. And we are just going through the motions of life. And we are not really taking us, we, we, sometimes we don't reflect on on where we came from and, you know, the the amount of success that we have actually accomplished, you know, you know, society, you know, society, statistics, statistics shows that, you know, when I became pregnant in college that, you know, I wasn't going to graduate and not, and baby, I done graduated. Okay. I was a year late, but I still graduated. Um, and I didn't give myself the praises that at the time, you know, when, when I did graduate, I was like, you know what? I graduated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I graduated and just kept it moving and, you know, went on to something else to, to accomplish or to work on but I really didn't like take a step back and really reflect on my growth and my experience that I got from being you know pregnant the year that I was supposed to graduate I was supposed to graduate and actually you know graduating a year later like I really didn't reflect on that and when I was doing that exercise at work with the kids you know I wanted to really go in but I didn't go all the way in but as I was writing I felt so liberated I felt so like free in a way like I came a long way so I want you all to just take a second out of your day this week write a letter to yourself get you an envelope decorate your envelope make it make it so that when you open this envelope that you are going to feel good and I want you to I want you to write a nice letter to yourself praising yourself right giving yourself your cookies right because oftentimes we want to look for other people for validation and and look for awards you know when we need to start validating ourselves and, you know, giving ourselves awards and praising ourselves. So write yourself that letter. Let your letter be your award. So with that being said, you guys, follow me on Instagram at How's Your Mental. I want you all to have a blessed week. You know, like, subscribe. Uh, well, you can't like or I, I keep on thinking this is YouTube. But um, comment, you know, rate this podcast, you know, send this episode to, to a friend. And I hope that you all have a blessed week. Peace. I am signing out.